You are now entering the world of Blissful Living, broadcasting around the globe and on the Blissful Living Network with Rochelle Marie Lawson. Are you lacking energy, clarity, and that sense of true well-being? Are you overworked, underpaid, and know that you deserve more in life? You are not alone. Improve your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step into living the life of your dreams. And now, here's your host of Blissful Living, the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Blissful Living Show. This is the queen of feeling fabulous, Rochelle Marie Lawson. Oh, I'm getting super excited about um, today's guest, but uh, Rochelle Marie Lawson. And, of course, I want to welcome you to the Blissful Living Show. If you uh, have been tuning in for the last 10-plus years, then you know that we like to have very engaging conversations uh, between me and the guests, and that is what's going to happen today. Before we get started, as you know, I like to always say, take this time to find a place to sit, uh, get something to write with, your favorite beverage, tell a family that you're going to take about, you know, 40 or plus minutes for yourself, and just really allow yourself to, one, ground, take time out for yourself, and two, to absorb the information, the wisdom, the nuggets of gold that the guest is going to share with us today. Definitely, definitely want to have a pen and um, uh, something to write on nearby. Uh, before we get started with the guest, I want to thank our sponsors. Uh, first of all, I want to thank Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. They have some really, really enticing things within that community, particularly their events that they hold with regards to women, as well as helping you all to unlock your bliss so that you can step into living the life of your dreams by balancing the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth. They have a ton of free gifts. So if you're not sure about them, you're kind of curious, if anything I said has piqued your curiosity, at least go check out the site and pick up the free gifts. They are worth their weight in gold, particularly if you want to balance your wellness, wisdom, and wealth so that you can step in or continue living the life of your dreams. The next sponsor I want to thank is, oh, let me go back. You can reach Blissful Living at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U. Com. Now, the next sponsor I want to thank is All Day Cable Incorporated. All Day Cable Incorporated is a telecommunications installation company located in the heart of Silicon Valley, San Jose, California. They've been in business since 1989, and their specialty is they install voice data, fiber optic cabling, as well as wireless systems, handles your audio, your video, uh, anything that you need to help be effective in telecommunicating in today's business world. They handle clients small, medium, and large, and their clients have been around with them for a minimum of the last 25 years. They are a leader in telecom installation, and so if you need network distribution set up for your company, I suggest you check out alldaycableinc.com. And I also want to thank today's sponsor of the show. His name is Richard Lau, and he's actually our guest. So I want to thank Richard Lau. He's going to share more information about how you can get in contact with him and learn more about what he does to help you be the best that you can be when it comes to living blissfully. So are you ready? Let me tell you about Richard. Richard has generated millions of dollars in revenue in the Internet industry. Names Khan, his in-person conference focused on domain names, began as an ideal in the fall of 2013 and is now part of the GoDaddy family. Resume.com is an online resume builder for millions of job seekers and is another of Richard's recent successful exits, this time to Indeed.com. Oh, check out these names, you guys. His current project is Logo.com, a logo maker that has the ability to design a unique logo for your company in just a few minutes. Now, along with success on the business side, he has a heart for giving back to others and is the executive director of Water School, a charity focused on clean water projects in Uganda. 
So I want to welcome you to our show today, Be Helpful to Succeed as an Entrepreneur, and our fabulous guest, Richard Lau. Welcome, Richard. Thank you, Rochelle. Thanks for having me. It is a pleasure. Wow, you got some powerhouse names behind <laughs> behind you, so to speak. <laughs> or maybe you know, I guess it is behind you because you've moved on to other more powerful names. So tell us a little bit about Richard the Gentleman. <laughs> um, let's see. I uh you know, I've turned the uh, big 50 during COVID, so I had a big celebration with uh, our, my my family and my two cats. <laughs> so, oh, you know, it's a, a very subdued, <laughs> a very subdued 50 <laughs> birthday. <laughs> well, that's um, yeah, so I'm 51 decade, now. So. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, congratulations to make it to the 50 50 plus club. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, you know, I've been uh, I've been married for 31 years. Um, got two uh, two um, boys, both in university now, um, and yeah, I've had uh, always had an entrepreneurial heart, um, but also, um, you know, I have my wife um, actually got me involved in um, clean water projects in Africa. Gosh, mm-hmm. uh, almost fifteen years ago, fifteen sixteen years ago now. And one thing led to another, and uh, I'm, yeah, as you said, I'm the executive director of Water School, um, and, you know, there's, it's a, it's actually quite a large organization now, 50 people in Uganda, um, and then, you know, I, I really see myself as, as kind of a fundraiser cheerleader here in North America, um, and, and we've got lots of local staff in Uganda well, we're going to talk more about that because I'm really interested in, and I know um, those kind of charitable works in other countries outside the U.S., I, you know, my heart goes out to all of you guys that are partake in those ventures because there is a need around the world. And some of the things that we take for granted, the basic things that we take for granted, are huge in other areas of the world. So first of all, thank you for that. But before we get into that, I want to ask you, with regards to the phenomenal success that you've had in business, you know, particularly being part of the GoDaddy family and, you know, having the resume.com online resume builder, which is phenomenal, um, what started you on your venture as an entrepreneur? You know, I, I think I've always kind of had that in, in me. My my uh, my dad was self-employed. You know, he would go out and uh, he was uh, commercial kitchen equipment repair. And, and during the summers uh, off at school, I would, you know, hop in his van and, and you know, carry his toolbox and kind of see um, not just what he was doing, but also the businesses, you know, a lot of independent restaurants that he was going into. And you could see these people and you had to peek, you know, it's one thing to go into a restaurant and sit there and order food. It's another to go into the back kitchen and see the owner, you know, um, figuring things out. And, and, you know, you get to peek behind the curtain. And I was always fascinated by that. Um, And just fascinated by, um, by kind of the hustle of it, right? The sales, you're always like, you're delivering value to a customer and they're like opening their wallet and, and, and you know that's uh, an honorable uh, it's an honorable thing that uh, someone is thanking you with money um is the way i've always been told to look at it right if you're not delivering right. if you're not delivering value don't take someone's money um exactly. you know if, it, if they're not thankful for your service um you don't want them um as you know you don't want them as paying as a customer yeah as a customer I agree. yeah and, and you know i I, you know, I, I think the first now, do you have siblings yeah, um, an older brother, an older sister, yeah. Okay, okay. So with regards to at a young age, you know, watching your dad, how he maneuvered through the entrepreneurial world himself and you being able to see the back end, not so much the pretty, the pretty you know, product up front, but the whole back end and the operational stuff behind the scenes, which, you know, isn't always pretty, um, you still decided that you wanted to partake in that venture. Yeah, you know, I think it was um my mom did the uh did the books for him and I actually, you know, this is going to age me, but I would I would help uh you know, balance the general ledger um with this um with the, you know, before computers, right? This is like a, a right. what they call them an adding machine, right? You you're typing away on it and a, a spool of paper comes a out the top. 
right? Yes. And so I was doing that. And and so, you know, I, I remember I was one summer I helped my dad with accounts receivable. And, um, you know, it was, it was tough to see, like, all of this money that people owe you and to see the negativity, the you know, the dark side of small business, mm-hmm. right, where people are like, right. you know, they're not paying their bill um, or they're, you know, going bankrupt and then opening up the next day under a new name and you get right. with the bill. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's one thing to, to kind of see the glamour side and the fun side and it's another side, another to see the, hey, this it's, it's not all sunshine and roses. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure, but, you know, for sure. I mean, when I was in university, um, sorry, when I was in university, I um, I was introduced to this uh, author um, who was, had written um, the E Myth and um, read that book, and I I then realized that there's a difference between being self-employed and being an entrepreneur who whose business can um exist without them. And so that's uh that's something that I really took to heart. Um you know, my dad uh he didn't want to expand beyond beyond himself. You know, he he right. tried that a couple of times where he brought in an employee or what have you, but that that just wasn't his heart. And um but you know, uh, you know, he, his dream for for all of us uh, all of us as kids was that, you know, we stand on his shoulders. And so he was very encouraging in terms of, you know, get a higher education, um, you know, build a business. And so, you know, when, when you look at, I don't know if, um, if you've read the E-Myth or the E-Myth Revisited, but it's, um, it's a, 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 to me, it's a cornerstone book for anyone who's going to go down that entrepreneurial path. I, I yeah I have read it and I agree with you it is is very um, it's a very eye opening and awakening book particularly if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur and I like the fact that you were able to experience you know all aspects of business and decided that yeah you can be self employed but you can be a, an employee within your business or you can be an employee but the business runs without you. And there's a, there's a big difference. There's nothing wrong with either one because everyone has their own path, but there is a big difference. And, and that book, The E-Myth, really, um, really enlightens you with regards to the aspects of business. Now, with regards to you um, tapping in or popping into the Internet industry, what attracted you to even think about starting a business in the Internet industry? Well, I was um, I was working for um, a, a telecommunications company, and I was running their beeper division. Um, you know, that, that's also going to date <laughs> oh, me. Oh, you really now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and one of the guys in the company went off and started up an internet dial-up service, right? In an ISP, and um, I I came in and helped him um, with activations. Um, you know, just designing processes for his uh, for signing on customers and onboarding, et cetera. And so I kind of opened my eyes to what is this internet thing. And um, I was talking to some of the people that were working for him about domain names, and I found those interesting. And so I, I started to look more and more about okay, well, what about these domain names? Like that that's kind of a little um, um, you know a little niche um, that that seems uh, potentially lucrative. And so a friend and I got into it and we registered a bunch of names and then we just forgot about it until Microsoft sent an email saying, hey, you registered this name and we're interested in buying it off you. And literally we hadn't even paid for it. Um, And so we (laughs) went through the bin, found the invoice because at that time the invoices were sent, were mailed out to you, found the invoice, Mm -hmm. paid the invoice for the domain and then um, ended up selling it to someone else, not Microsoft, because there was actually a trademark on it. Um, mm-hmm. And so we actually ended up um, selling it at a low, much, much lower price, but uh, to the trademark owner. Um, this was before, you know, any, there were, you know, it's the Wild West. There was no rules. There was no, like, trademark right. infringement, you know, um, precedent, and we hadn't been using it, et cetera. So... Um, we hadn't done anything awry, but uh, you know, nowadays I wouldn't I wouldn't register that name. But 
Um, it was car source. <laughs> and so that, that kind of got me into the, into the, uh, into the space though. And, and so I built an online tool where people could register, search for and register a domain name. And then they would be mailed an invoice. Um, and then I would offer them an option of um, email forwarding uh, so that they could have email on their new domain name. And oh, okay. um, so I, I managed to get listed in Yahoo, uh, which was a directory, not a search engine at the time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, and then business, as soon as I got listed in Yahoo, um, I was the next day making a full-time income. Um, and it allowed me to to uh, you know not um, you know work nine to five and instead just focus on this online business. And it was uh, it was really incredible um, to see the leverage um, that internet um, allows you to have. Right? It's you're not right. you're not limited by one brick and mortar location. Um, you know it's. It's it's a bending machine online, really, um, that people yeah. from all over the world in and and uh, subscribe or, or purchase your services. You know what's cool about it is, you, I mean, you really could be anywhere in the world and work, particularly if you're someone. I want to say even co- during COVID or or pat, you know, pre post COVID, so to speak. Um, I think there became an enlightenment with regards to being able to work anywhere. Um, in the world during COVID, and it's been solidified. But prior to that, you could still work anywhere in the world. The technology has been around for a while, and it allows you to do that. And in companies like what you created where, um, you know, you can have a domain name and and then have email forwarding to you, it's just phenomenal. So now what year was this that you actually embarked on that business? Uh, that would have been like uh, 1998, 1999 in that in that okay. area. So yeah, quite I early. Give the uh, listeners a, a, a history with regards to, you know, the evolution of how fast we've come with this technology. You know, for uh, mm-hmm. in such a short period of time, we've gone from not having it to just you know you can get anything anywhere anytime of the day, <laughs> no matter where you are. Right? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So yeah. It's amazing. It hasn't been that long. Um, so 25 years or so, that's not very long in the big scheme of things, particularly for us that, um, are old school. (laughs) So, um, now with regards to, I keep saying with regards to, but not, I'm just so intrigued by the whole internet and the whole industry of not necessarily the backbone of the network distribution part, but the actual ebb and flow of the internet or the web that we can't see, but so much is going on. Now you created this, um, I want to say, company or yeah, company that allowed you to become part of GoDaddy. Did GoDaddy actually reach out to you? Uh, Was that a a deal that you and your employees were working on? Kind of how did that come about? Because I know someone who, um, did something phenomenal with the internet name, and I'll share it after. But I want to hear how that GoDaddy relationship came about. Sure. So we, um, yeah, so we created um, a, a, a conference for domain names. Um, it was just um, the right place, right time, and we actually started it as a fundraiser for Water School, the chair, the water charity. Um, anyone can check that out at waterschool.com. And we, we started this conference. Uh, we raised money for charity. Um, we built it up over three or four years. And we actually sold it to another um, conference um, company um, called uh, World Hosting Days. And that company, 90 days after uh, we, we sold to them, um, their parent company, which was a web hosting company, was bought by GoDaddy. So it's kind of like we're this mm. small fish that got swallowed by another fish that was part of a bigger fish that got swallowed by a whale, <laughs> but all within wow. three months. Wow, okay. So it was, yeah. just, it was okay. just something that happened synchronistically, right? It was just yeah. happening, but it, it just happened synchronistically like that, and you guys were just the, the benefit, you benefit tremendously with regards to that. So I know that Yeah, and GoDaddy was a sponsor of our conference. So it was interesting oh, to cool. see them go from a sponsor to the owner. Uh, but for right. them, they weren't after the conference. They were after the web hosting, com- uh, web hosting company of which, you know, the, 
the NamesCon conference was a, you know, it was a line item. It wasn't even part of their business. Um, so, you know, as part of their main business. So it was, um, uh, but, you know, they were, they fully supported it. Uh, they were excited about it. Um, it was great um, having them as a sponsor and then really great having them as the, uh, as the owner. Um, so it was, uh, it was a, a, an incredible journey for us. I like, I mean, I like what you're sharing with regards to just uh, being synergistically connected and being in the right spots and, and doing the right things at the right time. I think a lot of people out there that are listening to the show it might be in business or thinking about becoming entrepreneurs or somewhere along that journey um, can relate or absorb some of this information that you're sharing. It's basically, you know, you just keep putting yourself out there. You never know who's looking at you. You might get swallowed by a big fish that gets swallowed by a bigger fish that gets swallowed by a whale. <laughs> Voila. So, exactly. You know, that's great. Exactly. I met a gentleman yeah. um, that uh, that started a company, and it was via his domain name that he created. And uh, we ended up, you know, becoming friends. And we we had he had a he has a love for rap music. But if you saw this guy, you would never think he listened to rap music. Okay, it was, and I like <laughs> rap music too. So it was kind of like we, you know, just kind of had this common bond, and we had this this rapper that we really like. Long story short, but uh. He he had a he became really you know good at creating domain names and he sold this domain name for a billion dollars and um, it happened to be Priceline dot com and he shares wow. a story about how that came about and it was basically kind of like you just a synergistic thing was just doing what he was doing what he thought you know he was into and lo and behold you know he. He hit a jackpot, and um, and then it just continued to grow with, you know, the multiple businesses that he was able to create from that and do good around the world as well. So I think that's really cool. Basically, you guys out there listening, don't count yourself out. If you think you have an ideal that sounds far-fledged or, you know, not in the norm, that's a good thing because that might be the next big billion-dollar ideal um, in business that gets launched. So, um, I now I want to I want to shift a little bit with regards to um, the quality, like with regards to just really focusing on business. What is the one quality that you believe, with regards to helping those listeners out there that are entrepreneurs succeed? What is the one quality that you believe a business needs in order to succeed? No, I, I think that to me, um, it really comes down to customer service. That you're you're servicing your customer, you're delivering value to your customer, and your customer is thanking you with money and with referrals, right? So, you know, mm-hmm. the the most powerful advertising is word of mouth, and the only way you're going to get that is when you're delivering and over delivering to your customer. And the way to do that is not just Obviously, you know, having a quality product, um, standing behind it, but um, but providing customer service above and beyond. You know, I, everyone's heard of Zappos, right? And you know that mm-hmm. I, I actually had the the privilege of going on a tour of the Zappos um, buildings bef- um, when you know when they were um, first set up in 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 Las Vegas, and it was something that um i really took to heart i've read the i read the book i've heard um you know i heard tony um Hasai speak um and even when we were running you know resume.com uh which which was a um a freemium service you know you read, you design your resume for free and then if you wanted uh, the premium services you would pay for it well right. you know and our competitors, once they they were they were doing a similar thing, you know, where they would charge a monthly fee. But if you wanted to cancel, it was kind of like canceling a gym membership. You know, you'd have to like mail in a letter. You'd have to have the exact wording, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, that's not the way. If you're not happy with our service, we'll give you a refund. We'll give you three months of refunds. We'll give you six months of refunds. We don't. If you're not happy with our service, we're the Zappos of the resume business. We'll give you your money back. And mm-hmm. same thing with Logo.com, right? We're just like, we're here to be helpful. We're here to help people get online. If people aren't happy with our with our service for whatever reason, then we don't want your money. We'll give you a full refund. Like, it's not it's an unqualified 100% guarantee, satisfaction guarantee. You don't like it? It's been 30 days. It's been 60 days. 
we don't want you to have any ill will to us, right? Like, you, right. Know, you, you tried it, didn't work, didn't wasn't exactly what you wanted, et cetera. Right? Just write in, ask for a refund. We'll give you a refund, right? That was the Zappos way. Um, you write in, you ask us, hey, you know, can I do this or what do you recommend here? You know, we have a we have a lo- online logo builder. If our tool doesn't work for you, we'll tell you. If our competitor's tool or a competitor service or a different, you know, a freelancer is the best solution for you, we'll tell you, right? We're we're not we're not the end all be all for everyone, but we do solve an, a, a very specific problem, and we solve it in a way that um, is extremely cost effective. But if we're if you're not happy with us, or if we can't fulfill um, what you need. Mm-hmm. Then, then we don't want you as a, a customer because you don't want to be our customer, right? Um, right. And and having the customer service that is that has that ability, right? Um, when when we first started uh, Logo, the customer service, um, um, all of the customer service incoming um, support requests were answered by me or my other founder, and then we we opened it up to our head programming um, team. So like mm-hmm. the, the head programmers, like, you know, devs, developers are usually hiding behind a keyboard and they they don't, they never interact with customers. And I'm like, right. no, 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 no. If, like I've already spent, you know, six months on the front lines. This is important. Customer service is the most important. Dev is, yeah, it's important, but customer service the customer has to be happy. If the customer is not happy and you and they're experiencing problems, you need to know about it. And you don't need to know about it from me telling you. You need to know it from the customer. So everyone interacts with the customer. There's not a single person at Logo who hasn't spent considerable time answering customer service requests. So when you're so writing that, into so customer that, service, at most yeah. So what you're saying is um, one quality that you believe that uh, leads to business success is really having that tight customer service and not just from the top down but from the, the the bottom up, so to speak. Everybody in the company needs to have good customer service and they need to interact and make that customer feel like they're the most important person ever, correct? Yeah, absolutely. And you build that into the culture of the company and you and you and you know um, what I found, and this is, cuts across all the companies that I've run. You always and you always um, empower the people who are interacting with the customers to be able to solve okay. the customer's problem. So you know you're like, okay, look, you know we we prefer to give credits than refunds, but you know so we'll, we'd rather upgrade a customer to solve an issue than just give them their money back. But if right. you want to give them your money back, then you have that ability, right? They, you give them the power um, and the tools to think for themselves and to um, solve that customer's problem. Because there's so many like times that. that you're out, you're out and about, and you know the the answer is, "No, I'm sorry, sir, that's our policy," right? And right. you just you yep. feel like you're t- talking to somebody who's just reading a manual, and there's no and human connection, there's no off. relationship, I mean, there's no empathy. Right. I mean, that really pisses people off. I mean, at least if you give it a try, you know, um, they're not as pissed off. But if you just read that basic policy, I'm sorry, you know, that just leaves, and you know, one bad apple will, will spoil the whole bunch, so to speak. They'll tell 10 people versus, you know, one extremely satisfied customer, and you don't want that energy. So customer service, you all out there listening, is numero uno with regards to, helping your business to succeed no matter what level you are and empowering everybody within that chain of command to be able to make a decision that benefits not only the company but, most importantly, the customer. Now, with regards to having multiple businesses, what, according to you, are some personal qualities that an entrepreneur needs to have in order to succeed? That's a great question. Um, You know, I think – I think my my personal take is the genuine desire to be helpful, right? To to help people. Um, you know, when when someone um, looks at our businesses, whether it was the the conference business, the resume business, the logo business, um, you know, the underlying 
um, value that that I um, had in each one of those is being helpful. You know, when we were running mm-hmm. the the conference business, it was we were we were raising money for charity, but it was also being a a community gathering place for the domain name industry, where which was facing like this this um, this um, absence of of where they could get together. Uh, with resume, it wasn't just hey we can you know upsell customers. It was like hey how do we help people. Um, and we were targeting high school, um, high schoolers and university, um, you know, college students. How do we help that subset of the population get a better job than if we didn't exist? That was our, that's our underlying goal. It wasn't, hey, how do we make enough, how do we make lots of money? That wasn't the goal. Right. The goal was, how do we help people? And, and with Logo, right, same thing. It's like, how do we help people who have a business idea get online faster than if we didn't exist. And mm-hmm. so that's the problem that we're solving, and then the money will follow. That's, that's, the, that's our attitude. Is like, if you're helpful, then the money will follow. So as an entrepreneur, you, I, I, I feel the biggest thing that you should be um, taking to the table is you know, being helpful. You know, obviously, you're going to need to have a, a strong belief in yourself, um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and the and the tenacity and the and the determination to keep going, you know, yeah, you know, you you've listed off lots of successes, but I've had a tremendous amount of failures, um, not just in business, but also you know my health. I was I was diagnosed with colon cancer at age thirty, you know. Um, it, oh, wow. Life is going wow. to, life is going to hit you in the face. It's going to punch you in the right. face, right? It's not if, it's when. Right. So every single person that you see in the street, every single person that you see, um, you know, um, running a business, you know, Elon Musk, you hold him up on a pedestal. Man, that guy's got he's been punched in the face so many times. Um, so, you know, it's it's how you react to being punched in the face is, is the life that you create. So that's, I love that's it. you know, something that you really I have to be love. able to not be the victim. Yeah. I love that because I think a lot of times people set out to do things and they have some semblance of failure, what they deem as failure, or some challenges that um, kind of takes them on a detour, so to speak, and they sometimes count themselves out. But what they don't realize is that the people that we see in the media and, you know, everywhere that are successful, there's a story behind that. It wasn't like they just say, oh, I'm going to create this company, I'm going to make a billion dollars. You know, it, it, right. it doesn't happen like that. They've gone, they've walked the journey. They've done a lot of things. Of course, they've had very smart people that surround them and are part of their team as well because no one does it alone. But mm-hmm. it, it wasn't always peaches and cream, you know, and, it, and and we don't know their backstories. All we know is what we see that's projected to us in the media. So thank you for sharing those nuggets of gold because, one, having that genuine desire to be helpful, I think, comes across to the customer, no matter what business or industry you're in, it comes across to the customer. And people want to feel feel special no matter what it is. I don't care if it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you walk in their dog or the guy pumping your gas. I'm Okay, I'm dating myself because they don't do that anymore. But, you know, um, <laughs> or, you, yeah, or you go, you know, you go in to pay for your gas at whatever gas station, you know. You just, you just want to feel um important and you want to feel that your value and and when someone takes the time to say good morning ma'am thank you ma'am open the door for you or can i get you can i assist you or whatever it is those little things really matter in life and so um not only in life but in all aspects of life so thank you for sharing those nuggets of gold now what is your secret that led to you having these multiple successful businesses you know i think that uh that for me um, there's two aspects that I can really look point to in my life. Um, the first one being the uh, the E myth and really understanding that. You know, it's it's an old book now, but it, the underlying principles of um, what is an entrepreneur um, and and understanding what the difference is between being self-employed or you know being a franchise owner versus being an entrepreneur whose business can operate without them. That's the number that was that was number one. And then number two was networking. You know, when I when I first started, even when I was running the Beeper company, I was very very introverted. 
And I was afraid of networking. I was afraid of talking to people. You know, I, I could travel across the country and um, other than speaking with, you know, the, uh, <laughs> the, the service staff on the, on the plane and, and at check-in at the hotel, I wouldn't speak to anybody. Um, but now <laughs> I network. And, you know, I, I, I just, I approach networking um, um, from this person in, uh, in the Netherlands. Um, I, he's called The Network king <laughs> and um he he did a 45 minute presentation at a conference like 10 years ago 15 years ago and it was life changing for me um in that uh, you know he 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 was very specific about like here's how to to network here's how to build your network and always ask yourself every month what have i done for my network lately if i haven't serviced ah, my network cool. how can i expect anything to come out of my network and, you know, that's, um, that's something that I, I approach, you know, when I'm, I'm, you know, I was on vacation and I'm just, you know, um, I, I overhear a conversation and I'm like, hey, you know, this is a networking opportunity. I don't think of it as, hey, this is a networking opportunity. I just like, now it's just natural. I, I, I hear, uh, overhear a conversation. And I'm like, hey, I can be helpful to these people. So I turn, I am like, hey, I'm sorry, I couldn't help overhearing, but here's, this is where uh, you can get your COVID test done for free and you get your results uh-huh. the same day instead of having to blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you know, that that's fantastic. And then you get a whole conversation going. Um, but it's, it's about how can you be helpful to others? Um, and then you'll, you'll just see that coming back, right? Your, your mm-hmm. network is as strong as you make it. Um, and you're going to get as much or more out of your network as you put into it. But if you're not servicing your network, if you're not being helpful to those people around you, then your your you know your network isn't going to have that um, inclination to be like, hey, Richard was helpful to me. I wonder how I could ever repay him, right? Right. Um, but that's right. that's what you're doing. You're sowing these seeds of of gratitude, um, but you're not doing it. To be to with that expectation, you're just doing it to be helpful, and you know, in you you might plant a hundred seeds and only two come back, but those two are going to repay more than it costs you, right? And right. honestly, it's fun. It's fun to be you know everyone is. You walk into a Starbucks now, guaranteed eighty percent of the people are looking at their phones, right? So yeah. if you strike up a conversation with someone, you know, and and it's not creepy. It's not inappropriate. You're, but you're right. having a, a conversation with someone. There, you are more unique now than you were like five, ten years ago. And so, right. you know, it's just so much easier to to um, be genuine, be helpful, and you know, it's it's a great time to uh, to build your network. People are are surprised um, because they're you know we're. I, what's that saying? We're 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 together alone, you know. Like right. everyone is on their Everybody phones the all the time. Bus, but they're all in their little pods on their phone, right? Right. It's, 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 so yeah. now, if you break that, See, down, I didn't grow up in that generation, that so it's, it's, yeah, it's 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 interesting. It's interesting, I, and I love what you said about just networking. You know, um, be give without expecting anything in return. That's the most genuine. People can see when you're trying to give to get something in return or you're just wanting something in return and you're not giving, people will afraid, they will shy away from that. And, um, and you can read it like, <laughs> you can read it like a fake $2, $3 bill, right? I mean, it, it's just, it's mm-hmm. inauthentic and, um, and you can't, you can't fool anybody. So, you know, be willing to give, um, and network. Networking is so powerful. I think sometimes we, people take it for granted, but those, that indulge in it and engage in it, understand the power. I mean, I've I've had some wonderful opportunities that probably would have never, ever came to me had I not been networking. So um, very powerful and very, very concise information to help you all out there succeed in business wherever you are on your journey with regards to that. Now, this is something I want to ask you, and then I want to move into talking about um, the water school. With regards to um, making decisions in business, because sometimes we have to make decisions that, you know, kind of make us feel some kind of way, so to speak. 
how can one make business decisions that will make them happy, and how do yeah. you do it? So what I do is I focus. I've noticed that um, that you know I, I've been around a lot of negative people and a lot of people that um, that aren't happy, and they're really focused on in inward, and. Um, you know, if you see people that are happy, you'll, what you'll notice is that they're outwardly focused. So to me, as a, as a business decision, instead of like sitting down and be like, hey, what, what, what can I do for myself, et cetera? Um, of course, you know, self-care is important. But if you have a focus on your team and on your customers and how a decision will impact them and the end customers in a positive, in a positive way, um, it will make you happy. You know, it, there's no greater feeling than having a positive impact on someone else's life. And, you know, um, when we were running Resume, um, you know, we, um, we're, in, we're based here in Canada. And we had um, hired a, a, a student um, who was uh, post-secondary here and they were from, um, they were from um, Brazil. And they came to us after working for us for about three years, and they they asked if um, we would sponsor them to be a permanent resident. And we're like, absolutely, you know. And it cost us quite a bit um, in, in terms of uh, finances and, and time. Um, but you know, now they're married. They're they they've got a family here. They've had kids. You know, they <laughs> we were at a Christmas party um, before we sold resume. We were at a Christmas party. And mm-hmm. you know, people were people were in tears around the table on how grateful that they, they were that they were working for the resume family. They didn't see it oh, as wow. I'm working at this job, but they they were like they really felt like um, that they, they were part of a family because we treated them like a family. Um, we did that right. for multiple people where. Where you know you're going above and beyond. You're not just like, hey, how can um, how can I make their their desk more comfortable? You're like, how can I make you know how can I train them? How can I encourage them? How can I mentor them? Um, you know, how can I change their life um, in a positive way? Um, right. And you know, honestly, that is going to make um, that's going to make you happy as a as an entrepreneur. It's not just about right. counting the dollars at the end of the day. It's about what's your impact been on this earth. I love it and how you make people feel, and that's so, so very powerful. Thank you for sharing that. I want to move into you telling us about water school and um, how that came about and, um, you know, what the mission is. Sure. Um, you know, I, I, was a, uh, I was a couch donor, germaphobe, um, happy to write checks, you know, on December 30th um, when I'm looking at my taxes. Um, but uh, I made a donation to um, uh, to a, a clean water project um, through Compassion. Um, I think they run it at Compassion.ca and Compassion.com. And that was quite a long time ago. It was a, it was a, um, a, a clean water project where they were capping a spring and then running this PVC pipe, you know, for like three miles. And it, it saved the kids having to walk. And I was like, hey, that's, you know, my wife um, showed that to me. And I was like, yeah, that's something we should support. And um, I challenged another person that I was in business with to, um, to support it as well. And they did. And then uh, one thing led to another. And he actually went to Africa to check out the project. And um, that project spun out from Compassion and became Water School. And... Um, this uh, this person that I was uh, that I had challenged not only did he go to Africa but he was like hey let's get the whole domain name industry behind this and so we started shaving people's heads at uh, at gatherings and parties um, until we started holding our own <laughs> called Water Night and we would shave people's heads and uh, you know if they raised ten thousand dollars and you know. Um, then we started to to bring people to Africa on these vision projects to see the work that was being done, and um, and so after going there myself, um, I actually joined the board and and then um, joined as the executive director when the founder um, retired um, due to health um, problems, and but you know it's it's a truly an honor uh, to be involved because you know it, it's not. Um, you know, it's not the the North American person going over and solving the problems. 
we're empowering local Ugandans who are very talented, very passionate um, to to uh, you know to to solve these um, uh, the clean water problems in a sustainable way. You know, we're not going over there with chlorine pills. We're going over there with knowledge and with um, with plans and being like, okay, how can we help you? And they we've given them um, resources and, 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 you know, there's, there's been trials and there's been failures, but we've given them the support now for what, 14 years um, to be able to figure out a program that works. And now we've, we've been training hundreds of thousands of people on how to clean their own water using the UV rays from the sun. Um, uh-huh. We've expanded into solar powered pumps, um, but with in in a way that it's then you know it's not you don't just you don't just go to Africa drill a well and be like hey there you go you're welcome that does not work that's that's 18 months and the, you're going to leave that village in worse shape than when you started and people right. a lot of people don't understand that um, but if you go over there and you drill a well or you cap a spring and you put someone in charge of it. And there's a committee that's involved, right? So the whole village um, has elected a committee that um, that owns and takes charge of that. And there's a, a tiny fee for it. But then that tiny fee can pay for the training and the parts and the maintenance um, so that if something goes – when something goes wrong with that pump or when the well needs to be dug deeper or when the the, the part needs to be replaced – that there's someone who will do it and is in charge. Um, so we, you know, sustainability um, and and success matrix. You know, we 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 um, have a program manager um, who used to run a 200 million dollar company in, in in North America, and he retired. And we snagged him, and he on a voluntary basis goes to Africa for eight weeks a year, and he takes with him the Toyota. I think it's uh, Kaizen um, management techniques of continuous improvement, measurement. You know, you, there is no results without measurement. Like he is putting a business approach to the charity work. It's not just, that's, hey, you know, here's that some free water. Actually, I mean, that's amazing. I love hearing stories about um, how things are just, you know, people are stepping in to help and how it's not just about trying to go in and fix the problem, but enabling the people within the community to solve the problem and be self-sufficient when it comes to whether it's clean water or growing crops or, you know, anything sustainable that helps them to grow uh, as a society and, and to have better opportunities with regards to uh, clean living, so to speak. I think that's amazing. All these wonderful projects that are happening around the world and people are donating their time and money and resources, I think it's a, it's a beautiful thing, and I think we need to hear more about it. Um, unfortunately, we are at our time for the show. So if you could tell us just real quickly, how can people, if they're interested in, you know, donating or finding more about out about the Water School Project, how can they do that? Yeah, so um, I, yeah, I, I live online. Um, so waterschool.com is the place to, to go for finding out more about Water School and how you can support it. Um, if you're looking for me, I'm generally on LinkedIn, um, uh, Richard at Logo.com, um, or just head over to Logo.com and, and, and send mm-hmm. over uh, a message through support, and uh, I'll either answer it or, or one of my team will um, send, send it over to me. Uh, but yeah, Richard at Logo.com and, um, and over at Waterschool.com as well. Perfect. Thank you, Richard. You know, and you guys out there listening, maybe just say, hey, if you send Richard an email at Richard at Logo.com, say, hey, I heard you on the Blissful Living Show. I think he would appreciate that um, a lot. So thanks, Richard, a bunch for just the the wonderful nuggets of gold that you share with regards to having multiple businesses, successes, and the keys to success and some of the things that people can do to utilize um, what you've utilized in your life that has led to success maybe will help them out as well. And I like just how no matter what, you kept striving forward and, you know, you, you, you had a very, very significant health challenge um, at a young age, but it kept you moving forward. And I love that because that just shows that you have that pizzazz, so to speak, and that unstoppability to just 
know that there's going to be challenges in life, but you are here to fulfill your purpose, and you are doing that in multiple ways. So thank you so much for being a guest on the Blissful Living Show. It's been fun chatting with you. Thank you, Rochelle. Really a pleasure to be here. You are very welcome. And I want to thank all of you listeners again. If you love what you hear on the show, please subscribe to the show. Share it with everyone that you know, love, and care about. Richard dropped some nuggets of gold and a lot of words of wisdom with regards to just not only being a success in business, but being a success in life. If you take the skills and the wisdom that he shared and apply it to any aspect of your life, you will see more success in that area of life, not just your business. So, you know, share the show and um, and really reach out to Richard and support Water School. It's a wonderful, wonderful project that he's partaked, and it, it's helping others um, to become more self-sustainable, which is beautiful, particularly in these areas where they don't have access to water like we do here in the U.S. So please, please, please go to waterschool.com and support that as well. I want to again thank Richard Lau for being a guest on the show and being a sponsor of today's show. Thank you very much. I am humbly grateful to you. And I want to thank uh, Blissful Living for you at Blissful Living, the number four, the letter U.com. Please go check them out so that you can unlock your bliss by balancing the pillars of wellness, wisdom, and wealth. And I want to thank All Day Cable Incorporated, telecom company located in the heart of Silicon Valley. And if you have a need for any network distribution, voice data, fiber, wireless systems, audio, video, speaker systems, you name it, they are your go-to company if you are in the western region of the United States. And until next time, everyone, I'm wishing you peace to your mind, wellness to your body, tranquility to your spirit. I am the queen of feeling fabulous. Rochelle Marie Lawson, and until next time, be healthy, stay safe, and goodbye. Thank you for joining Rochelle Marie Lawson on Blissful Living. To contact Rochelle Marie and to find out more about Blissful Living, click on Blissful Living for You link right here on the Blissful Living Network. Catch all the Blissful Living episodes on demand and available for download 24-7 on blissfullivingforyou.com. Until next week. May your life be filled with peace, wellness, abundance, and prosperity.